Hello everyone, welcome to the Lifestyles Medicine Podcast. For the next three episodes, we take you to a lecture given by our medical director, Dr. George Cho, where he talked about the concept of exercise is medicine. During this lecture, Dr. Cho argues that the science currently supports the concept that exercise is not just a fun activity or some tool used to get good looks, but rather that exercise is medicine itself because it helps prevent, treat, and even helps reverse many chronic diseases today. In part one, Dr. Cho begins his lecture by exploring the science of exercise as prevention. There are many people who do little to no exercise. This has contributed to the rapid increase in chronic diseases here in Canada and around the world. There is a saying that says, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. We hope that the next few episodes will motivate you to start on a journey towards healthy active living so that you and your loved ones can give yourselves the best chance to avoid getting chronic diseases. We hope that you are blessed. All right, so today we're gonna go a little bit more specific into lifestyle medicine and specifically talk about exercise is medicine. Now, is, is there anyone here that does not know that exercise is good for you? Everyone here knows that exercise is good for you. So then what are we gonna talk about today? Well, the point is this. We know that exercise is good for you. If you talk to a young person, exercise is, is about having fun, right? I wanna play basketball to have fun. If you talk to some ladies, exercise is about looking good, right? But today I wanna kind of instill in us the concept that exercise is medicine. So this takes the concept of exercise or the thing about exercise to the next level, yes? So I wanna talk about why exercise is actually, it's not just fun, it's not just about having like a nice body or these other things, exercise is also medicine. We're going, so we're gonna take it up a, up a notch, yes, to the next level. Exercise is actually medicine. So that's kind of what I wanna talk about today. Um, actually before that, yeah, I want to uh, make a disclaimer. First of all, this uh, presentation is for ex- educational purposes only. So I think everyone understands that. And also, I have no conflicts of interest to disclose to you. All right. So remember, I did a similar picture last time. And if you look at these three images, pretend that you had a uh, chronic heart disease. And uh, you went to three doctors. And one doctor says, I think you should go through bypass surgery. The other doctor talks to you about some medications that they want to give you. Then the other doctor comes to you and says, I want you to go walking or running three times a week for 30 minutes. Most people would consider that only two of the doctors actually gave them medicine. Is this true? The first two doctors, okay? The one that's gonna do bypass surgery and the one that's explaining how to use the med. No one, most people would say that after meeting the third doctor that they actually got medicine. No one would really think that. But there's evidence that's coming out now, compelling evidence to suggest that even the third option is considered medicine. Okay, and, this, and the concept is now called exercise is medicine. All right, and this is what I wanna to talk to you about today so that the next time you go for a run, the next time you go for a walk, the next time you're playing around with your grandkids and you're kinda of like out of breath because your grandkids are running around, the next time you do these types of activities, I want you to think to yourself, I'm not just doing health, but I'm actually doing medicine, I'm applying medicine to my own body. Make sense? This is what I want to talk about today. So, in terms of medicine, so just in medicine in general, and in health in general, uh, the way that sickness works is basically this very simple schematic. 
there's a cause. Remember, last time we talked about treating the cause, yes? There's a cause which, is, which causes low-grade inflammation, then which eventually leads to chronic disease. Does everyone remember this? There's a cause. It causes some type of pathological, uh, physiological change in the body that's not good. We would consider this low-grade chronic inflammation, which then eventually leads to chronic disease. Medicine, it has to do three things in your body. First, it must prevent disease. Make sense? It has to prevent disease. Medicine should be preventative. Next, medicine should treat. It should change your physiology to treat the, the disease. And the third thing, hopefully, if you have those two things figured out, hopefully medicine will then reverse or change the course of a disease. If we can show from the science that exercise accomplishes these three things, that we could legitimately consider exercise as medicine. Is this true? Okay, so this is what I want to prove to you today. That exercise prevents disease, or it, it contributes to prevention disease. Exercise also has anti-inflammatory effects on your body, and then exercise as a component of a healthy lifestyle helps change the course of chronic diseases, including things like diabetes, heart disease, and stuff like that, all right? So let's talk about, first, the cause. Exercise addresses the root causes of disease. You might remember last time I talked about the faucet and the running water. And when we talked about how it's useless to mop the floor when you, when you leave the faucet running. Remember this? How many remember this? Right? Yes, remember we said that the water on the floor is like the symptoms, the headache, the cough, the high blood sugar. These are all just the symptoms, the high blood pressure. But what was the cause of most of our diseases? Anyone here remember? The eating, the lifestyle, right? Poor lifestyle is the cause, okay? Exercise is a huge component of one of the physical inactivity is a major cause or contributor to many of our chronic diseases, all right? So for instance, there's a study here. These, these, uh, these uh, researchers, they found that those who are not active have a 20% increased risk of type 2 diabetes. However, when those people become active, their risk of even getting type 2 diabetes decreases by 17%. Is it making sense? So the blue bar means higher risk. The one that's going lower, downward, that's lower risk. So those who are not active, you increase your chances of getting diabetes by 20%. When you become active, you decrease that chance, okay? Colon cancer, look at this. Inactive people get, has a 32% increased risk of colon cancer, whereas those who become active, they actually decrease their risk by 24%. Breast cancer, so breast cancer is huge, right? If you're not active, you increase your risk by 33%. And heart disease, those who are active, has a 14% decreased risk. In fact, uh, these researchers, they say that up to 10% of all of our chronic diseases is a result of physical inactivity. Now, some of you might be saying, well, 10%, that doesn't seem like too much, right? 10% doesn't seem like too much. But, you know, if I said such and such causes 10% of our scrapes, you know, scrapes, like you fall and you get a scrape, how many would say that's not that big of a deal? Would you, would you agree that's not that big of a deal, right? You get a scrape, you put a Band-Aid on, Right? It's not too big of a deal. However, in this case, what, we're, what are we talking about? We're talking about type 2 diabetes. 
We talk about cancer. We talk about heart disease, right? And we're saying that physical activity just itself, this not even including diet, not even including sleep or the other risk factors, just physical inactivity as a single lone independent risk factor itself promotes, is, is contributes to 10% of our chronic diseases. Does that change the picture a little bit? Yes? I remember uh, just this, uh, last week we had a patient at the clinic and he, he is from Korea. He talked about how some of his family members, they had type 2 diabetes. And I believe it was his uncle or his, um, maybe, yeah, I believe it was his uncle who had, uh, who had type 2 diabetes and eventually got, uh, got, became blind because of type 2 diabetes. And some of you might know that blindness can result as a, from type 2 diabetes because the blood vessels in the eyes become, you know, the, the, uh, the sugar kind of causes inflammation and stuff like that. So we're talking about very serious things. And we're saying that physical activity, physical inactivity by itself as a lone risk factor contributes to 10% of all these things. If you add in diet, that number is going to skyrocket a lot. This quotation here, physical inactivity appears to have an impact comparable to smoking or obesity. Okay, now, um, some of you might think, well, this seems like a very radical statement, but these researchers, this, this um, Dr. Ayman Lee is from Harvard University, and one of the uh, writers for this paper was also the head editor for the U.S. Surgeon General's report on physical activity. So these are some serious people who came up with this report. And they're saying that the impact of physical inactivity, so not exercising, is comparable to smoking and obesity. He didn't say that it's the same, but it is comparable. Make sense? Okay. And so I want to ask you a question. If your, if your son, daughter, husband or wife or whoever in your family was a smoker, was a current smoker, how many of you would be very concerned? Yes, you would be, right? Well, here we'll hear these researchers saying, based on the scientific data, that the effects of physical, of not being active, is comparable to that of even smoking. You see, when you smoke, the big thing is what? Lung cancer, right? But you have to, and the effects seem a little bit more um, kind of obvious. But things that physical inactivity and lap poor diet, they also cause chronic diseases similar to lung cancer. In fact, the leading killer is not lung cancer. The leading killers in our society are heart disease. Is heart disease, okay? And so, which, which is, which is a, and physical inactivity and diet contributes to this disease. And so, you know, through public health campaigns and stuff like that, we made smoking very, seen in a very negative light. Is this true? Before, they thought that it was like cool. Even doctors way back, they prescribed smoking and things like that. Right? But now, because of public health campaigns, educating the public and science, we realized smoking is not good. And so we kind of like, we're really slowly weeding that out. Well, I think we've come to a time we have to start seeing physical inactivity as a, as a kind of a plague on our society that we have to start educating our people. And through health, public health promotion, we have to start weeding that out of our society as well. How many of you would agree?